Hello folks, welcome back and if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. I'm your host Simon Ward and this is another short version of the High Performance Human Podcast. This episode is about nutrition and today I'd like to outline what I see as the basic principles of good nutrition. And the reason for that is because I think there's a lot of noise out there about following this or that specific diet because they're better for you. And the truth is that none of them are really any better than the other. And ultimately, you have to find out what works for you. For example, I still don't believe that keto is a good nutritional approach for endurance athletes, unless you're doing it for medical reasons. And that said, if you've been strictly sticking to keto for several years with no issues, then I can't argue with your situation. But in general, I don't think it works. My biggest concern is that athletes are trying to find the magic bullet, but they're ignoring the basics, which is a bit like mowing the lawn while your house is on fire. And none of us would do that, would we? So here are my top 10, and I'll go right through them. And then if you'd like to debate that with me later on, then feel free. But here we go. Number one. And by the way, these are not in any specific order of importance. I just think that these are 10 principles that you need to try and base your nutrition on. So number one is getting your macros right. And by macros, I'm talking about carbohydrates, protein, and fats. Now, the percentages of total daily calories consumed might vary depending on your goals. For example, if you're a high-volume endurance athlete, you might consume 50 to 55% of your daily calories as carbohydrates and then 20 to 25% of your calories as fats and proteins. But it will vary from person to person. You'll need to experiment to find, again, what works for you. Now, on the carbohydrates, they are essential for endurance athletes. I know there are some coaches out there who favor a low-carb approach. And again, if it's working for you, I can't argue with that. I even tried it myself for a while, and I quite liked it. But I didn't feel like it was sustainable in the long term. And that is, I think, the key here. And I think for the majority of endurance athletes, carbohydrates are important for fueling. And even for non-athletes, they are important to fuel the brain and for a strong immune system. So if you're going to eat carbohydrates, which I recommend, it's important to make sure you're eating high quality carbohydrates. So in the main, focus on items like sweet potatoes, quinoa and jumbo style oats and avoid highly processed grains like cereals, biscuits and cookies. Now I talked about protein there and that's another important macro which we all need. And if you're an older athlete, you might want to think about how you get slightly more protein. Generally, the recommendations for approximately one and a half grams per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh 70 kilos, that's approximately 105 grams, which is about four or five chicken breasts each day. That's quite a lot. And the problem with most people is they don't eat enough protein at breakfast time. So they backload on their evening meal, which then takes longer to digest and might impact on your sleep. So spread it throughout the day. And if you're one of the older human beings, sort of like in your 50s or 60s or beyond, your body's also a little bit less efficient at breaking down protein. So you might need to consume a bit more to ensure that your body gets the right amount. Now, the other macro is fats and fats are good for you. I know that often they get a bad press, but we do need fats. They're essential to cellular health. And most experts are agreed that we can eat almost all fats apart from the industrially processed ones like canola oil and palm oil. So look out for those. But olive oil, um, extra virgin olive oil is brilliant for cooking with and for things like salads and dairy products, the fats from cheese, 
also pretty good. Now, there's a lot more stuff out there on which fats are good for you than I can share with you today. So please do search out some credible sources to get your information right. Vegetables don't form part of those macros, but they are important. Plant-based foods are very popular right now. And I'm not going to advocate here whether you should be more carnivore or a vegan. That's your decision. But I do recommend you eating more plants if you like them, that is. And I do have friends who don't particularly like them. Fruits are good also, but they have more sugar. So I prefer a ratio of two or three portions of vegetables to every portion of fruit you consume. But I think five a day should be a starter and maybe 10 a day should be a target. Now, there's some other basic principles, almost like rules of living, really, rather than the types of foods you can eat. And the first one, which a lot of people tend to come unstuck with, is planning and preparing. Deciding what meals you want to eat next week really helps. When you're doing this, please think about how it aligns with not just your own training, but with your family as well, especially if you've got children. And the best way to go about this is to make a shopping list, check what items you already have, cross them off. Align this with the meals you're going to eat and whatever's on the list, go to the shops and buy the rest. Then when you get home, do some batch preparation, cook some meals that you can freeze and then defrost when you need them and prepare things like vegetables that you're going to use regularly throughout the week so they're easily available. And if you're giving up things like cookies and cakes and chocolate, just don't put them on the list because you're not going to buy them, are you, if they're not on the list? And by thinking ahead, you can save a lot of time and it avoids you making poor choices. And I can pretty much guarantee 100% that if you've got no food in the house when you want to have a meal and oven chips and chicken nuggets are all you have available, then you will eat them. Okay, so if you don't want to eat stuff, don't have it in the house. Eat real food. Ultra processed foods have a lot of things added to them. Over time, these things can take a toll on your body. And if you eat real food, you won't go far wrong. That often means preparing your food from scratch. Unfortunately, if you're short of time, companies like HelloFresh have really helped with providing exactly the right ingredients and the recipes. But you do have to make some time to cook. But you make time to train, don't you? And that's important to you. Well, healthy eating and cooking is essential to good health and therefore to good performance. So uh, maybe it is time to invest a little bit in preparing your food. And the other thing I advocate is variety. Different foodstuffs have vi different vitamins and minerals in them. They also have different tests and textures. And eating can also be an adventure. And you can have a lot of fun with cooking if you have an open mind and give yourself a little bit of time. With fruits and veg, it's easy. Just choose things with different colours. Now, we talk about training being polarised 80-20. For food, I recommend a 90-10 approach. Your diet doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And in fact, for all but a few, that's just not sustainable. But if you allow yourself to stray off the path for 10% of the time, you can still eat very healthily and it is sustainable. You won't get those cravings when you completely deny yourself. Finally, and this sort of goes back to what I said about keto earlier, no fad diets. I don't particularly like the word diet, to be quite frank. Firstly, in my mind and those of most other folks, it suggests something that has a start and an end. You go on a diet, it restricts your calories, you lose weight, obviously, and then you go back to your previous habits. Secondly, most trendy eating approaches become trendy because folks lose a lot of weight and then share it on social media and then everybody else jumps on the bandwagon. So back to keto. Strictly follow this means consuming between 5 and 10% of calories from carbohydrates, which might seem reasonable, but I challenge you to try it for a while. It's 
a very, very low amount and really difficult. And there are so many foods you cannot eat that it is highly restrictive. So you just eat less and magically as a result, you lose weight. Actually, there's nothing magical about that. But for most people, it's not sustainable. So when you stop, the odds are that you gain the weight again. So if you really want to lose weight, start now, change your habits, think long-term, exercise regularly, including lifting weights, because that helps with your metabolism, and let your body take care of the rest slowly. All right, there you go. That's the manifesto of uh, healthy eating, according to Simon Ward. It's not an exclusive list. You might feel like you want to swap a few of those out and add your own, but I think these are a pretty good start point. And as I said at the beginning, I like a good debate. So please feel free to get in touch and share your eating principles or post them on my Facebook page. And if you go there, you can find a link in the show notes and you'll also find a thread that's running to allow you to share them with other people. All right, that's it for this week. I'll be back next week with another short, but for now, enjoy the next six days. 